to solve this murder, I'm your detective, Bill. And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Danny. We're back, everybody. We're back after however long it's been. And we'll be gone again as soon as we came. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't it. Know. We're just we're just coming in from the shadow, giving you a quick mystery, and then who knows what'll happen next. Exactly. But we've got a new mystery, so welcome to a new murder mystery. I don't know what it's called yet because I haven't played it, which means I haven't oh, named man, it. Yeah. I'm going to say That's it's... all right. We've definitely got a new letter of the alphabet for this one, I Ooh, think. Ooh, the, the um, quizzical Quentin. Ooh, the case of the quizzical I Quentin. I should probably, before saying that, have double-checked all of our previous mysteries to make sure. That's But fine. I'm pretty sure this is a new letter. All right, so welcome, everyone, to part one of the case of the quizzical Quentin. Yep. <laughs> I'm excited to get into a new mystery. I have new strategies, new plans, and I think this one will go so smoothly that this will be part one of one, and I'll solve it in ten minutes. Here we go. Maybe. Be, it's I'll, always my fear. Ah, it's all right. Are we ready? Uh, all right, I guess so. Is there anything that we need to... Do we do stuff before we start? Or do we, like, talk about things? No. It's been so long. No. We just get straight into the mystery? No. Everybody gets what they came for? We don't waste their time? Hey, Danny, what's your favourite murder? Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> Let's get going, I think. All right. You start off with your usual phone call. A bring, bring. Uh, hello, uh... Detective Bill, we're going to need you uh, down on uh, Fulham Street East today, so, you know... Dress your best. Oh, wonderful. Now, this is this is uh, Detective Simba for the uninitiated calling me. It's I'm been assuming. so long that this is Simba Jr. Oh, no. Following in his father's footsteps. Yes, I am Detective Bill. Um, <laughs> what's happened down on Fulham Street? Uh, we've had a situation. We've just uh, found a body discovered in the uh, hair studio hair mazement. Ooh. I mean, ooh. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming dead. Correct. <laughs> Uh, oh. So we've got a team down there, you know, doing the usual, taking some photos, but it could really benefit from your expertise and uh, dealing with the staff members as well. They're feeling a little frazzled, as you can imagine. Oh, of course, of course. Look, I'll get down there right away. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let me just take, as I as Bill gets in his private jet mm-hmm. and flies just down the road, just yep. to, to the airport and gets mm-hmm. a taxi back up almost 100 metres from where he was. Loads it. Um, I'm going to Fulham Street in the East Quarter. Don't make You're going to keep that? Yeah, Fulham Street I think I changed it to Fulham Street East. Oh, Fulham Street East. At Hair Mazement. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to write that. <laughs> Hair Mazement. We found a body. All right. Um, so I'm going to... If I arrive on the scene, I'm going to the... the Yes. Hair studio. Yeah, it's a freestanding small uh, shop. Its front faces onto the main street. It is currently very much taped off, so people can't even walk past that part of the footpath. You head your way in. The windows have blinds drawn right now, fair enough. So you step in, and uh, what you see, pretty typical hairdressery sort of thing. So lining one wall, you've got hair products. Lining the other wall, you've got chairs in front of a big mirror with all of the little hair cutty things yeah. in tubs. Tubs? Tubs. Sure. And uh, then there's a big bench running through the middle, which has uh, hair washing stations. Mm-hmm. So the big, comfy, reclining chairs with basins behind them so that a client can lie their head back. And uh, Oh, no. Though I'm just picturing now there's a, a dead head. body with their head <laughs> leaned back and their throat slit. And I don't... You're not drastically far off. Oh, no. I wish I were. <laughs> However, it's a little bit cleaner to look at because what you can see... There's definitely just from the way that everyone around it is 
acting. You can tell which one the dead body is. There is indeed someone lying in one of those reclining chairs. Mm. However, they're wearing a hairdressy gown. You might know they put like a like almost a sheet that wraps around your neck and covers your body so yes. you don't get hair on you. So that is there. So if there is something going on with their neck and it seems like a reasonable theory, uh, it is largely covered by what's going on there. It was a tasteful murderer. <laughs> sure. And uh, beyond that area, as I was going to say, it starts to get a little bit admin. You've just got a computer and a little office looking area. Yeah, all right. Um, and when I get there, the police are on the scene? Yes, uh, just a couple of very underlingy types, not the ones you usually deign to talk to. Is there anybody I can get like a, you know, who was the first person on the scene trying to get a bit of a recap of what they found? Absolutely. Detective uh, Simbers here? or No, 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 but uh, which is your favourite looking junior? Uh, it's uh, the the cool, the one wearing a, his, his police hat backwards. All right. His name is uh, Johnny Cools. Sure. All right. Uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Cools, right? We worked together on, on the uh, Radical Skateboard case. Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. Highlight. Oh, sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that, right? No, no, oh, I man. understand. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. What do you want to know? We were only called in like 20 minutes ago. Your jet was fast today. Yes. Yes. Uh, so who, were you first one on the scene? Well, I mean, like to get to the crime scene after we were called to the crime scene when the witnesses called us here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who, who called you in? Uh, it was uh, these two over here, and uh, you take a look, and there are two women sitting down uh, in some of the other chairs in the waiting-y sort of area. Okay, yeah. One of them uh, looks like they might be in their late 20s, one maybe early 20s. And he goes, cool, so these are the other two workers that are here. Uh, the person, the woman that's uh, been killed uh, is the owner of this place. Oh, I thought it was a customer based on wearing the smock. Mm. Body yeah, it's weird, owner. right? I mean, I don't know. Do the hairdressers wear them too? I, I, I don't come to these places often. And he swishes his two foot long hair back. Good, good. These are cool, though. Johnny Cools. Um, interesting. Okay, so there's these two women. Are there any, is there anybody else that isn't police in the building at the moment? Is it just those two women and the victim? Oh, yeah. This room is basically all this building has. So uh, it's just a couple of policemen, you know, taking photos, writing things down. And that is it. They're not doing too much at the moment. They haven't made cool. much progress. All right. Well, yeah. given that uh, I invented the character of Johnny Cools, he probably doesn't have too much information <laughs> to give me. No, um, uh, but we're, we're willing to do uh, whatever you want from us. We can do whatever you want at the station. And yeah, of course. Well, we... look, you guys just keep looking around dust for prints everywhere. Oh, um, sure. Um, I mean, we don't have much dust on us at the moment and forensics isn't here properly. We should probably only like do it sparingly, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe wait for the forensics team. Yeah, they yeah. can do it. All right. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, okay. So my two sort of things that I can look at now is I could talk to these women uh, and get their kind of account of what happened. But there's also the body. I might look at the body first so I get my own impressions, mm. which I can then judge against these stories. of the, You know, if they're like, she clearly died of a knife to the gut. Mm. And then I find that she has no knife wounds, but her head is covered in acid. I have no <laughs> idea. Oh, my gosh. Murder is so sad. Uh, so I'm going to have a look at the body first. All right. So you take a look at this body. It's a female body in early 40s, perhaps. Okay. You take a look at it, reclined in this chair, most of the body covered by this black curtain thing, but you can see her face quite clearly. Yep. Uh, eyes closed, hair very wet. Interesting. 
And you, you know, you've got to do the grisly duty. So you take a look, you unwrap the thing, the black, yes, the, the, the black smock. thing, and you take a look. You do indeed see a substantial cut across her neck. Uh. Not bleeding profusely right now. However, you do notice it does look like it has been cleaned. What blood there is there looks watered down. Interesting. So she has a slit throat. Not fun, but it's a kind of clean. A very uh, fine is there, wound. Is there blood anywhere, he, like around the body, like on the? You know, she's mm. she's sitting here with like her head up against the 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 hair washing stations. Is there blood all over those? Take a look. Absolutely not. No blood in, on the scene. Definitely. If not. I get Johnny Cools and the boys, mm-hmm. Johnny Cools and the gang, yep. to to help me search the floor, the the room itself. Do I find blood stains or? Blood spatter anywhere? All right. You take a look around. You try that. They have a good deal of trouble, but you know how Johnny Cools is. He has eagle eyes that nobody else has. Yep. In the office area, there is one tiny speck. Oh, interesting. He I says, say, bag, man, bag qu- that speck, Johnny, and see if it belongs <laughs> to our victim. He says, man, quite frankly, place with so many scissors and razors, I'd expect blood everywhere, right? That's, that's how it goes. Johnny. Please, don't be uncouth. I just thought that's... I know they call you Johnny Cool, but they don't call you Johnny Uncouth. I mean, I was just... It's... it's. I, I thought that no. accidents no. happen. When my girlfriend got a pedicure once... No. Okay, actually, wait. Yeah, tell me. Did she get murdered? Well, no. Then it's not relevant to the case, oh. Johnny. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Although that is an interesting question. Wait. Johnny, what did you say about what? your girlfriend's pedicure? Oh, she complained about it once because uh, when they were cutting one of the nails, they nicked a bit of skin, caused her to bleed. That's interesting. Does this place do manicures, pedicures, things like that? No. Okay, then get then Johnny, get out of here. I thought that places made you bleed. This That's why I don't go to them. That's why your hair's so long. Because <laughs> you've never been to a hairdresser. You know, barbers, you leeches, I thought this was a thing. <laughs> Johnny's a very interesting character that we're developing. <laughs> okay, so there's a speck of blood in the office. Or the admin section. Is this a separate room or just an area? It's just an area. I'll make sure I refer to it as a section. Um, Okay. That's interesting. So someone has, like, cleaned up. Or, I mean, no, even if the body was brought here from somewhere else, they still would have had to clean up after. Like, a body like that isn't going to come in and not bleed. Does the smock that was covering the wound have blood on it? Not that you can tell. It is black, so it might be a little hard to tell, but in your expert opinion, you cannot see any. So that they were cleaned up and then they had the smock put on them. I wonder if the... No, that's so strange. I wonder why you do that. I mean, because you clean the blood, but like the body's there. It's not like you're hiding the fact that it's a dead body, or were they? I wonder if it's been sitting here for two days. Oh, <laughs> she's just been getting her hair washed. In your very expert <laughs> opinion, two days is unlikely. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, okay, okay. Clean. I'm going to underline the word clean. Anything else I notice about the, the body? Is there like anything, you know, classic signs of struggle? Is, is, there, is there blood under the fingernails? <laughs> Does she, you know, any, any odd stuff? Is she, wear, what, is she wearing her normal like work uniform or just casual clothes? I don't know if she has a work uniform. No, it wouldn't be a uniform, but relatively professional looking clothes. And as you're looking at those, you do also notice a decent amount of her shirt actually is damp. It seems like it's just from water. Like it's okay. not like it's drenched in blood, but But like yeah. from like the shoulders down kind of thing or Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like so it could be involved in the washing of the the wound and stuff. Or maybe she I suppose bob- that maybe would she make was sense. bobbing for apples. <laughs> um Okay. 
and the and the basin we we already kind of worked out it had no blood in it. Does it like does it have remnants of water and stuff? Like someone used this basin to clean the victim. I wonder how much, like how long something like that. It would might last. not. I'm if the if it's very you know non-stick basin. <laughs> yeah, I assume that hair on a hot day. hair would stay damp for a lot longer than yeah than ceramic. Basin. I will say it is currently uh, early afternoon. Okay, so yeah, all right, interesting, interesting. It's about between one and one thirty p.m. right now. Okay, is there anything else I should look at with this body? That I, I mean, if I give it more, is there, do you think there's anything else I could find? There's a note hidden in the shoes that says, "Here's who killed me." <laughs> uh, the body itself, quite frankly, no. There's probably some stuff that you could do, like sending everything off to the lab and all of that. That's true. It's true. I, when the forensics guys get here, I'm sure they can do some yeah. checks on. However, just of the general environment, fibers. there are probably a couple of subtle other things that I I'll could give a, you. No, but I'll have a look more around. I don't know how I'm just ta- easy they are. Yeah, I'm just talking about the body right now. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay, cool. So I'm looking at this body. I've got a little bit there, but it's nothing that makes me, you know, uh, think, oh my gosh, look at this. But I've got enough there to start with. I know generally what the cause of death is, although, of course, if we do an autopsy, maybe we'll find out that the throat was split was slit post-mortem. Maybe that's why it hasn't bled so much. Not because they cleaned up all the heaps of blood, but because it happened to a dead body. You know? I don't know. We'll have to find out more. So hopefully when the forensic people get in and they can get the body, maybe there'll be some extra stuff that I haven't seen that comes out of that. Cool. But for now, I think that's all I'm going to get from the body. Um, God, does anybody at home remember how to solve murders? <laughs> um, so I should talk to these two You're people. You're already back to your catchphrase. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk to these uh, the two women who who work here. All right, uh, I'm going to go over and, and with the two of them together, I'll, I'll just say, okay, hello. You know, my name is uh, Detective Bill. I've been called in to solve this murder. <laughs> That's a little joke between me and the audience. Um, what were your names? They introduce themselves. The slightly older one, again, late twenties, introduces herself as Marley Fenwick, the assistant manager here. And the younger one, uh, she is Pearl Flint, and she is the apprentice. She's been here for a few months. What good names. (laughs) Like, those are some murder mystery names. Marley Fenwick and Pearl Flint. Is it Fenwick or Fenwick? Good. uh, Obviously, she goes by Fenwick. If she told me her name's Fenwick, then it's (laughs) Fenwick. Like, I don't need to doubt someone's name. But I'm assuming it's written F-E-N-W-I-C-K. Yeah, we're in Australia where we've got that awkward mix of some people use the traditional British pronunciations and some really don't. And it's very difficult to know which. I, w- I was about to insult anyone in our audience who calls themselves Wagner, but I won't. I was 100% I'm not thinking gonna, I'm not going to call out Wagner Wagners. Listeners. I'm not calling out the Wagners. <laughs> it's not even, so, like, it's not so much, like, it's not a problem how you pronounce your name, whether you go with the traditional, like, European pronunciations. Like, if you're going with the name Wagner, Wagner versus Wagner, okay, whatever. It just means that I can never try to say it because I know I'm going to get it wrong. This, you know what's going to happen soon? There's going to be a Vietnamese-American who says, no, no, it's pronounced Naguyan. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's going to throw everybody <laughs> off. We're all going to... It's going to happen. It's all definitely going to happen. Gonna be thrown. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's how it's spelt, man, Naguyan. Um, okay, so... The uh, thing is, Naguyan sounds very real as well. Maybe people are already doing that. I hope not. Maybe, you know what, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> So we are now, I've, yes, I've, I've got Marley and Pearl. Um, mm-hmm. I should probably talk to them individually. 
because it's hard to talk to two people at once, especially when one person is doing both of their voices. Oh, yes. Um, and doesn't do much in the way of voices. Okay. Uh, well, if, if, you, if you'd like to, well, I suppose there's no office to step into. Um, oh, you'd be surprised how, how little the sound carries here. Okay. It'll be fine. Well, who's telling me that? Someone who wants to listen in? Hmm, I don't trust you. Uh, no, if you'd like to step into the uh, just the, the the office section with me, um, uh, Pearl. Thought I'd go for Miley, didn't you? I really did. Yeah. The one who is more <laughs> likely to know stuff. Yep. I'm going for Pearl. Throwing uh, you off your game. That's yeah, what that's what this is about. Yep, right? I'm trying yep, to beat thanks. you. Um, uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, sure. Okay, Pearl. I'm just going to make a note in my book that I'm talking to you. <clears throat> oh, she fiddles with something in her pocket as she walks off with you. Don't you don't you lay those crumbs for me? <laughs> what am I gonna do? Good, good grab her hand and say, "What's in your pocket?" Uh, I'll ask it later. Sure. Um, all right, so we sit down. Cool. She immediately starts like drumming her fingers on her own knee with uh, very long, shiny fingernails. Lovely. Now, Pearl. Uh, you and Marley called the police in this morning. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, not this morning. Like, only like 45 minutes ago. Of course, of course. Uh, was... I wake up late, sorry. All right, sure. Uh, could you tell me, in your own words, what, what happened when you arrived here at work today? Oh, my God. It's, okay, it's kind of embarrassing now. Um, so we both came in. We, we both get here at the same time. We opened up the doors, we came in, and uh, Liv was just sitting there already. And like, she doesn't usually give herself hair treatments, but I mean, it's not the first time. We all do each other's hair and stuff. Liv is the owner? Oh, yeah, yeah, what sure. Was her, what's her full name? Uh, Olivia Sachs. Olivia Sachs. With a C-H. Interesting. Olivia Sachs. Um... So, you know, we just left her to it. And then after a while, we noticed there was nothing actually, she wasn't actually doing anything. It didn't look like there was any product in her hair. So we just laughed and went, oh my God, she's taking a nap. Well, I mean, sure, she's, we, we weren't going to wake her up. Now you say you left her for some time. How long would you say that she was there from when um, you arrived to when you called the police? Okay, this is a bit embarrassing. Um, so we came in at nine and she was there. And then, so long. And then, like an hour later, was when we realized she wasn't actually doing anything to her hair, and so we went, "Haha, she's taking a nap." And then uh, it was right before our lunch breaks that we you didn't realize maybe it was a bit of a long God, nap. Pearl. Look, you, you you don't know her. If we get time off from her, she's always here every day. Well, I mean, you know, except for yesterday. But, um, yeah, it's really nice getting a break from her. And I know that sounds really bad now, but she is on you at all times. Um, sorry, just quickly, Pearl, you mentioned she wasn't here yesterday? Oh, well, not all of yesterday. Uh, yeah, like, it was only a couple of hours, actually, in the morning, uh... She didn't come in until, um, I don't know, a bit before I took my break, maybe like 11. And she's not usually out, but she was just doing some sort of um, supply run or something. A supply run? And you say this is unusual. She'd usually be here well, all yeah, day, every I day? Well, yeah, I mean, normally our supplies come to the shop, duh. Interesting. 
did, did she say what she was going out for? Or are you assuming it was a supply run? Mm, I mean, when she came back, she was carrying some supplies and whinging about how annoying it was that stuff had been accidentally cancelled and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was supplies. Are those still here in the in the building? I guess. I mean, they're probably on the shelves and things by now. Uh, when she came back, she well, she had a, a box. Would you be able to recognise that if it was still sitting on a shelf in the office, for example? Just a box? I mean, yeah, I guess, but she usually unpacks things right away. I was out for lunch right after that, so I'm just assuming it got done. Interesting. So, so again, she was here when you arrived. Did you have any customers this morning? Uh, this morning, yeah, uh, I had one. I took I took the customer this morning. Um, she was getting okay. Now I've got to make up some hair terms. Uh, Danny's making up terms for hair. This must be very important part of the mystery. <laughs> Whatever Danny says, I'm going to put way too much value on it. Everybody, listeners. Uh, yeah, the customer wanted uh, both a cut and a Botox hair treatment. So she was in like all morning. A boat? Could you explain a Botox hair treatment? To no, me? I can't. I just Googled it. <laughs> that seems wild. <laughs> Why would you Google something so interesting? What is a Botox hair treatment? Do you put Botox in your hair? That can't be right. Is it Topical slang? Botox for hair injections are intended what? to strengthen hair and improve its appearance. However, sometimes the opposite occurs. Don't do this. Most stylists do not recommend using these no. treatments more than three to four times a year. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> sure. Okay, they do. They do recommend using it. That's wild. It's applied to strands by massaging the product on from root to I'm tips. sorry, everybody. This isn't helping the murder, but what? Mm. That's Yeah, you can have wild. Botox treatments. You can have keratin treatments. Keratin? Okay, that makes sense. Hair's made of keratin. Yeah. Like if, you hear, if I hear keratin hair treatment, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That seems reasonable. But Botox for your hair? That seems crazy. One of the main benefits of getting hair Botox is that your hair will become frizz-free and manageable for up to several months. That's awesome. Okay, maybe we should all get Botox in our <laughs> hair. Okay. Um, Who knew that poison was so damn good? Why we love this poison? Okay, sorry. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'm so thrown by this Botox hair treatment. <laughs> oh, no, I've now introduced the element of poison into this There's, throat wait, cutter. So you're saying there was poison? <laughs> There was poison. She, she, someone came in this morning and you gave them poison. Oh, no. So you had a customer come in. Yeah. Just the one. Uh, yeah, just the one. Uh, it was my, it was my day to have a go with a customer. Uh, usually, uh, Liv has her own clients. They're like she's got her own list of the people. Those are the fancy ones. Uh, and we get. I mean, ours are. I guess you'd call them fancy too, but you know, they're not celebrities or anything. And so that's what me and Molly handle and we take turns. And none of Liv's clients turned up today? No. Uh, Is she... that unusual? Would you no. usually expect one in the morning? Uh, they, look, they often don't follow the norm, like a scheduling booking thing. Like she organizes with those totally separately. It's her place and it's her weird system. Maybe it's just so that like... I don't know, maybe it's a security thing because so many of them are such big names. I don't know. She has her maybe. own little private list that she keeps somewhere. Uh, Bill, if you could play the side note music in post. Thank you. Interesting, everybody. She has her own clients, her own special list of private clients, and she was complaining yesterday about things being cancelled and cancellations. I wonder if there's a connection there between some meetings she was supposed to have, and I'm going to say these clients buy drugs from Liv, uh, and that was cancelled and yada, yada, yada. Maybe the package she brought back were unsold drugs. Just a thought. All right, back to the investigation. Okay, um, and the customer didn't notice anything strange with the, the, the dead woman in the, in the chair. Nothing 
came up. I mean, no, we didn't really comment on it. Maybe she just felt a little awkward. All right. Um, is there anybody, now I'm getting into the questions I always forget to ask, is there anybody you think you may have wanted to, to kill Liv? Did she have any enemies? A rival hair studio across the road? Oh, my God. I Wow, I would never have thought of that. I mean, I guess you could call Maddox a rival hairdresser. I mean, he's not across the road, and, like, he never would come here. But, yeah, they used to work together. They do not like each other. Interesting. And do you, do you have any information I could get to, con- to, con- yeah. uh, to uh, contact Maddox? Uh, sure. She just brushes past you. She jumps straight onto the business computer. She whizzes through something. You're really impressed with her typing speed. And Even those nails. Exactly. It's quite something. Like You'd expect them to be filed down as she goes with what she's doing. <laughs> uh, she doesn't look like she's bringing up any sort of special thing. She's just doing a Google for it. And, but she finds the specific name for him and goes, cool. Uh, yeah, this is his details. Uh, this is his biography page. Don't trust all of it. He lies a lot, apparently. No. Uh, at least that's what Liv says. But, you know, I've never worked for him, so who knows. Uh, but, yeah, and you see an address that's... 15 minutes away. Wonderful. So I now have a way to contact a new character, Maddox. Look, I haven't been doing this for very long, but Maddox might not be the only person. From what I hear, this is a really cutthroat industry. Oh Oh, my God. Come on, Pearl. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, But yeah, like, it's apparently really brutal out there. People are nasty to each other all the time. Now, I'm trying not to get into all of that. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, uh, mind my own business, keep my nose clean. But that's what you hear. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. If you want to try your hand at solving this murder yourself, Send your current theory in to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com and you may end up on our wall of detectives. If you enjoyed part one and you cannot wait another week for the next part and to see where this mystery concludes, our Patreon donors at www.patreon.com slash consumethismedia will have all six parts of this mystery available to them right now. So if you're the sort of person who enjoys binging and just needs to hear that answer... That's where you'll find it. A special thank you to Jared, Devon and Wit from the podcast Advanced Sage Russian Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening. <laughs>